This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. All right, let's talk more about this prescription drug situation that we find ourselves in. The Trump administration said yesterday that it is looking to set up a system, and they say they're going to set this up, that will make it legal for Americans to buy prescription drugs from Canada at a lower price than in the United States. The Food and Drug Administration currently permits U.S. residents to bring medication for personal use across the border, but not more than a three-month supply. And they've been doing that. They've been driving up in caravans and buses, and they have been doing that. We've seen that on the news. Meanwhile, here in Canada, there's a lot of concern that if they actually allow states to do this, bulk buy drugs from Canada, it could really put pressure on our supply. Now, Health Minister Adrian Dix was asked by our global news reporter Richard Zussman this morning if he felt that this was a problem. And here is how Minister Dix replied. If there was a substantial effort to, um, say, come to Canada and take Canadian insulin and bring it back to the United States, it isn't individuals doing it, but rather an organized effort, it would have an impact on insulin supplies in Canada, and it could have an impact on the prices of non-patented medicines, right? Because those selling them in the United States at higher prices might take action here. So I would say that I, I think it's important not to overreact. I think this is an idea that has been... Uh, floated uh, by the President of the United States. Um, My view, and uh, and far be it for me to give advice to the American government, is that if they want to take measures to um, address healthcare costs in the United States, they have uh, all the authority they need to do that within the United States, and that that would be the most uh, prudent approach. I don't think, as a practical matter, what's being proposed makes sense for them or for us. Right, but it also helps them avoid having to deal with their own pharmaceutical companies and go toe-to-toe with them, which is what right the general public thinks that they should do. So can they do this? Well, Paul Grutendorst is a University of Toronto associate professor who researches the economics of the pharmaceutical industry, and he joins us now uh, to talk about this story. Thank you so much for being here. A pleasure to be here. What did you think when you heard about this yesterday? Um. Well, I wasn't sure if it was a uh, one of Prof- President Trump's tweets, one of his uh, stream of consciousness policy decisions, or if it was a well thought out policy proposal. But it, either way, it, it sounds like it's um, a non-starter. There is absolutely no way that this policy can uh, take off. It, it's simply doomed to failure. And why is that? Well, because um, the multinational drug companies the Pfizer's, the GlaxoSmithKline's, the Novartis's of the world, uh, they sell their products in many different markets at different prices. Um, so what the U.S. wants to do is um, is take the relatively low-priced drugs from Canada and resell them in the States. Well, that's going to cannibalize the um, relatively lucrative U.S. sales. And... Uh, they will, the drug companies will take measures to prevent this from happening. Why do they even look north, though? Like, why take our drugs? Why not try to fix this problem themselves? Well, I think the the problem is partially political. It's partially ideological. Um, it's really hard to say. I, I don't, 
you'd have to be a political scientist to answer that question correctly, but I think it's to do with the fact that there is a distaste for price regulation in the States and the same kind of price regulation we have in Canada. They just don't like it ideologically, so they don't want to implement that kind of a solution. Um, there are many different payers involved. Um, obviously, the public drug plans in the States, the Medicare Part D, which covers seniors, and the Medicaid programs, which cover... Um, um, low-income individuals. I mean, they're just part of the mix. There's a large private uh, segment, so maybe the government doesn't feel it should intrude on the private sector. Um, uh, there's always um, all-important lobbying um, <laughs> by yeah. members of Congress. Um, I can imagine these are all factors that affect, that would make it easier, as Minister Dix just pointed out, to look externally for a solution to the problem as opposed to taking the doing the work required right. to reform their system domestically. But this isn't like a, an idea that they just kind of, that is like a rumor. This was actually announced by the Health and Human Services Secretary yesterday. Doesn't that make it seem like it's a more serious effort than we've seen before? It has that appearance, doesn't it? It, yeah. it, it seems like they, uh, <laughs> they're not getting around this time. Um, yeah, but the question is, how do they actually propose to implement this? How will they physically get their hands on our domestic drug supply? What are they going to do um, exactly? They don't. The supplies of medicines um, by you know the Pfizer's, the GSK's, the major drug companies. Um, it's not easy to redirect that that um, supply. To the, to the south. I mean, they'd have to somehow... Um, like bulk order it from Canada. And well, how do you, who exactly do you order from? Because you, if you order from the manufacturers, they're, they're going to say, no, thank you. They're going to ensure that the, that the m drugs are directed to um, domestic pharmacies. Um, the pharmacies aren't in a position to sell to the United States. Um, like, they don't have the authority... I don't think, to do that. I mean, there could be regulatory issues for pharmacies. Wholesalers may be tempted, but if, the, if that happens, then the drug companies will di sell directly to the uh, pharmacies. Is that why uh, you think the kind of the uh, reaction to this in Canada, at least from officials, have been kind of kind of muted on this? Because they probably are thinking like what you're thinking is this, this isn't going to work. Yeah, this is probably a flash in the pan. I, I, I just can't see how the U.S. can turn to a country one-tenth of its size to satisfy its domestic drug consumption needs. I mean, it's simply, well, it's a pretty strange proposal. <laughs> That's, it sounds like you're being very honest about that. <laughs> well, I have some other words I could use, but this is a... That's probably the safest I, for right I have now. to be a little bit diplomatic here, but, you know, it's not, it's just, I don't see how it could work. It's like, it's like Canada saying to, it's like Canadian policymakers Noticing that they pay low prices for drugs in, I don't know, Albania. Right. And then having some proposal to import large-scale drugs, large-scale amounts of drugs from Albania. It's simply not going to work. Well, Secretary Azar said yesterday the FDA is laying out a framework for the first time in its history for drug imports that will save money. So what you're saying then is they can lay out the framework all they want to, but there's really no place for them to order the drugs from in Canada. Well, they could attempt to go to the manufacturer, but the manufacturer will, I don't think, will be um, willing to sell to them. That's a good point. So they're saying, no, no. So who are they going to turn to? They're not going to cannibalize their own sales. 
yeah, I mean, the companies will have no interest in doing this. I mean, they, you know, they have to um, raise money to keep their their operations going. They do it by charging different prices in different markets. I believe they charge higher prices in the states. Nobody knows for sure because no one knows the actual prices paid for drugs. But I believe they pay higher prices there. So, yeah, they 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 would they re- resist attempts to. <laughs> effectively lower the price they get for drugs in the United States. Is, is. is there anything in the new trade agreement that would, you know, stop this from happening? Is there anything that would force us to do that? Not that I'm aware of. No, I, I don't think this would, to my mind, I, I'm not an expert. I don't quote me on this, but I don't think there's anything in the trade agreement which would compel um, drug companies in Canada to sell to uh, Americans. I just don't see it. Okay, so you would view this as a non-starter? I would, but you, you never know. There could be some sort of um, trick that they could use. I, I don't know. I mean, if, if they can force the companies to sell, yes, then maybe. <laughs> I just don't know how it would work, but yeah, I guess they could somehow compel them to sell the, the domestic, uh, the branch plants of the international drug companies, the ones that operate in Canada, if they could compel them. I, I just don't see how. All right. We'll see about that. Paul, thank you. Pleasure. That is Paul Grittendorf, the University of Toronto Associate Professor who researches the economics of the pharmaceutical industry.